Blog Talk Radio. Time with Pastor Steph. Very upfront. 
very upfront with her, and you should see the pictures. They got pictures, pictures, pictures. And even where, you know, she went to the beach, and initially she had on a bikini, and when she looked around, everybody else had on clothes, uh, didn't have on any clothes, and she decided to, you know, Take her clothes off too It wasn't so bad after all So You know I don't know if I want to encourage you You know really Being with a person You know that you really have something You know In the opposite direction You agreeing with Because you know what Most times uh, It don't work like that Yeah they would have still stayed the same And you would have stayed the same So I don't know If you want to uh, Take that chance I don't know if you want to take that chance Well We had the switch with Shantice On Monday Stop being Sensitive Now you know it's funny Because one might say you know, make that statement about this particular, you know, occasion where, you know, she's been a little sensitive. You know, wake up, be a big girl. Being nude is not the end of the world. <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot of ways that, you know, we can be sensitive and we know that, you know, on a regular basis, you know, sensitivity is not about, you know, being nude, but, you know, a lot of different things go on and, you know, opposed to you just accepting it and understanding it. There's this sensitivity about things that you really don't need to have. You really don't need to have because most times people are overly sensitive and, you know, it's... It, it's a fight sometimes because it's very hard to tell people to stop being so sensitive because we really don't know, you know, sometimes why they're like that. But the fact of the matter is you have to really allow God to rate your sensitivity because here's what happens. Sometimes you become so sensitive that you expel the things of the Lord. Sometimes you're so sensitive that, you know, God is trying to reach you, but yet your sensitivity prevents anyone getting their point across because of your sensitivity. So, you know, you have to make sure that, you know, things are in its proper place. There's, you know, there's a the time where... This can really block you from knowing the way of the Lord because your sensitivity blocks you from accepting the things that God wants you to have. So that's something that you need to think about, okay? All righty. Well, let's talk about the Tuesday Church Folk Day rolled around. And we got to talking about that shooting at Joel Osteen's church and the fact that this woman actually took her son, 
with her. To the shooting. Yes. So some say that, you know, they they think that she took her son to the shooting in order to use him as like a barrier between, you know, her and maybe someone who was shooting at her. So, you know, when last we met on this particular topic, they did not know whose gun actually shot the little boy. And they were doing their research. And either way, she's going to be blamed for the shooting because if they were shooting at her, you know, to keep her from shooting and and hurting or killing someone, then she would be the blame. So with all of that going on, when we checked the comments, wow, these people really the readers, rather, you know, they really did not comment about, you know, praying for the little boy because mom is now dead. You know, he did survive the shooting. We don't know how badly he was left, well, at least at that time. So, you know, there were so many things to discuss and comment about, but the only comments seemed to be, of the mega church, of, you know, the uh, Joel Osteen's uh, previous statements and behavior, and it really didn't have anything to do with the shooting. And the question was, have we become so fixated on the fact that these mega churches and these mega pastors have their flaws that you don't even care or you're less interested in something like a little boy being taken to a, you know, murder, uh, you know, a place of murder. You're going to kill somebody. You had a, a rifle and all kinds of things. Yeah. So... You know, we, we commented, the two pastors, Shanti's, they commented on that. And, and that's, a, I have to tell you, you know, that's a, that's that's the reason for alarm. Yeah, well, they don't even care. All they talked about was money and the collection played and, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, they went in. They went in, they went in. So that was our conversation on Tuesday. Well... Wow, Wednesday rolled around and the ladies got their talk on, but we started off with Vivian's socially conscious segment, and she talked about the mom in Kansas City, Missouri, who was charged with the death of a one-month-old baby when she claimed she mixed up the baby's crib and the oven. Well, if she put the baby in the crib, we wouldn't be talking. But she put the baby in the oven. So we definitely commented on that particular Wow Wednesday story. Well, we also got to talking about this Lent thing. Yeah, as of Wednesday, it was Ash Wednesday, the beginning of Lent, that 40-day period where you're supposed to give up something in the article we read, well, I read, 
made, you know, uh, some suggestions on what we should give up for Lent. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, was some interesting stuff, you know, like eliminate toxins from your body during Lent. Uh, stop complaining for Lent. How about that stop that gossiping for Lent? Yeah, everything was for Lent. And these were all things that we shouldn't have been doing in the first place. These were things that really should have been captioned. Well, if you're going to stop that during Lent, then keep on going after Lent. Yeah, so we got to talking about that. We got to talking about Valentine's Day because it was Valentine's Day as well. So, I mean, it was the, the conversation was real on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Therapeutic Thursday rolled around, and we got to talking about insensitivity. Yeah, you know, uh, last week we talked about biblical ways of showing love. And this week we kind of followed that up with all of the ways where people put themselves before everyone else. You know, the Bible tells us that love is not self-seeking. In other words, love is not selfish. Love does not think of themselves first. But people do it all the time. So we got to talking yesterday about some of them times. And uh, we had a conversation between the ladies, and that being Shanti's and Vivian, and Pastor KL about people on this side of the fix. Oh, you got to go back and listen. Right? interesting definitely a uh focus on generation and how we look at things and how we see things from you know what who are we we're gen x and the millennials so that was really good very good conversation so if you missed any conversation this week I encourage you to go back and listen. You know how Pastor Steph says, go back and listen. It would be very, 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 very well worth it. All right? All righty. Well, today is Freestyle Friday. And we get to do whatever it is we want to do. Well, one of the things we do is talk to the men. Yeah, we hear from the men. We get to uh, examine their thinking. And uh, we got some stuff to talk about today. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Well, I hope so. Let's get this party started. Let's go get that healthy breakfast. Let's go tell somebody that it's due time where Pastor Steph is on. And whatever you do, whatever you do, don't go anywhere. Because we will be right back. 
cavities are at epidemic proportion and has become the most common disease among young children. Kids Dental is committed to the health of your child. Dental exams twice a year are a must for kids as young as infants. Unattended tooth decay can lead to more serious health complications. Bacteria around the teeth can cause cavities, they can cause infections. The infections can spread and affect the overall health of your child. Make an appointment with us at Kids Dental today. Kids Dental offers full general anesthesia procedures in hospital, safe, professional care with no out-of-pocket expense. Call now. We have immediate appointments available. Most insurance is accepted. Kids just love Kids Dental. There's a Kids Dental near you. Just give me a minute to start reading some. 
Well, you know what? Go ahead and send them to me. And let's see if they're on the list. It's not going to change whether they're on the list or not. So let's see if, you know, you agree. And uh, if I missed anybody at the end, definitely send me some of your suggestions. So let's see who they say. One Number one, Denzel. I knew he was going to be on the list. I agree. You know, so let's see if we can name some of Denzel's film <sighs> movies. Let's say Out of Time. He was in Glory. He was in Man on Fire. He did the three installments of Equalizer. Um, now, these are from my, my own mind. These are from my own mind. Um, he did um, Mo Better Blues with Spike Lee. Yeah, I remember that one. Ah, so, you know, he's done all oh, the, the most famous one. You know, we, they say he got his um, his Grammy training day. All right. So let's see. I'm already getting a hit. Let's see if they're mentioning something that uh, Malcolm X. All right. That's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you for your participation. So come on, send them to me. If you don't hear me mentioning it, send it to me. Malcolm X, that's right. All right. The second individual, James Earl Jones. Now, I guess, you know, because James Earl Jones has been around for a minute before I even was here. So, let's see, what what can I think of? James Earl Jones did Claudine. I really liked him in Claudine. Um, and I remember him in Coming to America. Um, I don't remember a whole lot of credits, film credits for James L. Earl Jones. Oh, okay. Going back to Denzel, you got the Pelham, Taking the Pelham 1, 2, 3, the remake of Taking the Pelham 1, the taking of Pelham one two three. If anybody can think of a James, can think. Don't go looking. Don't go looking. Cause see, remember now, this list is for people who they feel have made a major impact on the film industry. So, you know, we've got all different types of uh, ages and backgrounds and movie. Uh, you know. The uh, likes in this group of audience members. So let's see what we could think. So I can only think of two movies that James Earl Jones was in. Oh wait, he did the voice of well, what was it? Uh, Mustafa Mufasa in uh, The Lion King. All right. Uh, oh, James Earl Jones was the voice of Darth Vader. That's a Star Wars character. I didn't know that. It's been, I think I went to see Star Wars when I was a kid, and I ain't never seen it since. Uh, what else? Um, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Cicely Tyson. Now we know Cicely. Yes, Cicely Tyson. Now we know her from Roots. We know her from the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. Now, there was this debate as to whether there was a real Miss Jane Pittman or not, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We don't know. What else? Um, I hear some beeping. I hear some beeping. 
Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Cicely Tyson was in that? Or was she in the other movie of Medea, the one with the family? I don't remember her being in it, but she could have been. I can't say she wasn't. Okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, somebody got that. Oh, the mother of Kimberly Elise. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you kindly. Thank you kindly. Um, we yes, Cicely Tyson. I saw her in a movie recently with um what's her name? The young Kiki Palmer. Well, Cicely Tyson, I mean, she's been around for a long time and she has a long list of credits. Unlike the ones I can remember from James Earl Jones. All right, who else is on this list? Angela Bassett. Now, we know she is a powerhouse like Cicely Tyson, like Denzel. Well, she's played a lot of biographic individuals. She's played Betty Shabazz. She's played Tina Turner. She's played, um, what's her name, um... Uh, the Michael Jackson, uh, Catherine Jackson, she's played quite a few. Um, she played in the, what's that thing with the Black Panther? She's played in Black Panther. Oh, she's played in Vampire in Brooklyn. She's played in the Cosby Show. She's played, um, she's played in 911. Yeah, the movie, the the series, nine one one. She's played in Waiting to Exhale. Yes, yes, yes. Her credits. She played the Boys in the Hood. She's. I mean, her her list is crazy. She's all over the place. All right, next, Sydney Portier. Yeah, another powerhouse has been around for a long time. Um, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner was one of his most famous. Um, What's the other one he played? Raising in the Sun. Wasn't he in Raising in the Sun? He played in Uptown Saturday Night. He played in Let's Do It Again. Uh, What else did he play in? Hmm. I can't think. Y'all got to send me some of those. But he, he has a long... Still, James Earl Jones. I'm like... I'm drawing a blank here. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> oh, yes, Heat of the Night, the movie Heat of the Night. Yes, not the not the show. Okay, we got Angela Bassett in How Stella Got a Groove Back. Yes, 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 and yes. All right, the next one. Now, this is a heavy hitter. I think they, I think they just put him in everything. Now, Morgan Freeman. Now, I don't know how many of you remember Morgan Freeman from The Electric Company. Yeah, he was like the easy reader. I just never forgot him. He played um, the Batman, um, uh, uh, Eastside High, principal. He played in... Um, uh-oh, okay, 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 okay. Thank you for that contribution. I'm going to go back to that one. Morgan Freeman played in the, um, oh, my goodness, um, 
Oh my goodness, it's it's a franchise. They made two. Olymp uh, Olympus has fallen, and London has fallen. He's played in those. He also played in Glory. He's played in, I mean, a million movies. He's played in a million movies. To Sir with Love, we're talking about Sidney Poitier. Yeah, yeah, he played in To Sir with Love. All right, here's another heavy hitter. Now let me tell you something. If you're gonna be, if you're gonna be um, proud of anybody, be proud of Samuel Jackson. Go back and read his history, baby, baby, baby. TLC ain't got nothing on them, and has said enough. No more baby, baby, babies. More than Samuel Jackson. He has been in everything. He's been in Spike Lee's um, Jungle Fever, um, a very memorable character. He was on Snakes in a Plane or on a Plane. He played in, um, what's that one against opposite Kevin Spacey? Um, I could see him right now. I can't think of it right now. He played in um, Spike Lee's other, a couple of other Spike Lee movies. Samuel Jackson played in Shaft, one, two, and three remake. Um, he played in, yes, he played in Juice. Yes, 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 yes. What else? Um Oh, you hear the chiming over here, don't you, don't you, don't you, don't you, don't you. All right. Um, oh, I got some. They throwing out the movies. Oh, yes, the one with John Travolta, Pulp Fiction. Yes, yes, yes. One of his most memorable roles because they have his voice cussing. There's a, a couple of lines he said that they have used a million times over. Going back to, I got a hit, going back to Morgan Freeman, Driving Miss Daisy, yes, Seven, yes, yes, good ones, y'all got some good ones, um, what's, uh, 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 Samuel Jackson, he's got Strictly Business, he was at Strictly Business, I don't remember, oh my goodness, yes, so he is definitely a powerhouse, and has definitely, you know, changed the face of the film industry as well. Well, guess who else shows up on this list? Jamie Foxx. All right, so let's hit the Jamie Foxx trail. Okay, the worst movie Jamie Foxx has ever been in. I can't stand this movie. It was by him. It's with him and Vivica Fox and what's that other girl? I think it's Paula J. Parker. I hated that movie with a passion. Yes, Booty call. Oh, I hated that movie. Oh my goodness. Okay, thank you for the the clarity with the uh, the uh, what's his name movie. He was the the mail house, um, the mail room supervisor. Yes, 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 yes. Um, held up. He was in Held Up. Um, Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox was also in um, White House Down. We played the president. Jamie Foxx was also in, um, oh, Ray, how could we forget Ray? Woo, smashing, smashing 
biographic um, pick, uh, um, pick, actually. Um, what else was Jamie Foxx in? He has quite a few credits himself to be a an actor on the younger side of, let's say, Sidney Poitier, Denzel. As a matter of fact, Jamie Foxx has a um, has an Emmy. He has Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. I'm sorry, Emmys are for the um, things. Oscar, he has an Oscar award. Yeah, he's one of the only African-American men, men's out here, yes. Danny Glover, yes, I agree Danny Glover should be on this list. He played the opposite of Celine on uh, The Color Purple. He played in Beloved. Is he in Beloved? Uh, Danny Glover was in the Lethal Weapon franchise. One, two, three, and four. Didn't he play in the second Predator? I think he played in, he was the one who starred in the second Predator. Yeah, he's, his face has been popping up in some movies. He played act opposite Derek Luke in a movie that I saw. Um... Who else? What else, rather? We're talking about uh, Danny Glover. Talking about Danny Glover. All right, he's on this list. Regina King. Yes, yes, and yes. Another one from How Stella Got a Groove Back, Poetic Justice. Um, She was in, um, oh, my goodness, she's in a lot of movies. Um, she was also in Ray. Yeah, she's in some of these movies that we have already mentioned. Um, she was in Ray. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I got to mention that one. We got a couple of extra movies for Jamie Foxx. And that's Spider-Man 2 as Max. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Collateral, yes. He was, Jamie Foxx was in Saw. I don't remember that. And Death at a Funeral. He was at Death at a Funeral? I, I don't remember him being in Death at a Funeral. Um, yeah. So let's let's get to this Regina King thing. She's in she was in quite a few movies, but y'all need to help me remember Regina King before we get to the next person and then we like backtracking. Um, what else was she in? But she has definitely lent her chops. Um oh, oh oh okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That was Danny Glover in Store and Death at a Funeral. I'm sorry, I'm getting this all mixed up. Um Let's see. Regina King. Regina King. Regina King. Um, oh, yes. She does the boon, the Boondocks voiceover. Yes, 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 yes. I forgot about that. Let's see what else we got. Um, yes. How could I forget 227? But that's not the film, but that is TV. Um, yeah. Let's see. Let's see if we can think of some more for Regina King. All right. Let's see. Mm, 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 mm. Who else is on this list? Regina Hall. Now, 
Regina Hall. She is hilarious. I caught up with Regina Hall on The Best Man. She played Candy, and Regina Hall played in, um, what's that, scary movie with the Wayans. She was just too much. She also played in the WAP version of The Honeymooners. Wait a minute, didn't Regina King, her and Regina King play in, um, the Honeymooners? I think so. I think both of them were in The Honeymooners. Um, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I think she was opposite her as one was Trixie and one was Alice. What else? Um, who else? Um, we got Regina Hall was in The Girls Trip. Regina Hall was in What's the Franchise? Um the the think like a man and think like a man too. She was in that. Oh, Gabrielle Union was opposite. Thank you, thank you for the correction. It wasn't Regina Hall. It was Gabrielle Union in the Honeymooners. Um, what else? Regina Hall was. What else was Regina Hall in? Regina Hall has definitely been on on uh, quite a few uh, in quite a few movies. Yes, 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 and yes. Oh, she was in Love and Basketball as the sister to Sanaa Lathan. All right. The next one on this list who has uh, made her impact in the film industry, Taraji P. Henson. And I, I have to agree. I agree she should be here. Uh, Taraji Proud Henry. Boy, baby boy. Oh, baby boy, baby boy, baby boy. Um, Taraji was also in um, Empire as Cookie Lions. Taraji, she just did the color purple. Taraji, Taraji was in a in a few um, sitcoms back in the day. Yeah, she's in a few little sitcoms back in the day. Oh, oh, I, I was getting ready to say, where my girl at? Where my girl? Halle Berry. Yes, she definitely belongs on this list as making an impact in the film industry. Yo, her and Samuel Jackson, I believe that was both of their first film credits. Jungle Fever, they played the two crickets. Yeah. And uh, they did their thing. They did their thing. And she has been in a million, what's that, Monsters Ball. She was on the movie where she played the telephone operator. She was in Losing Isaiah. Um, Hallie, 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 Hallie. Um, who, Hallie, Hallie, Hallie. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. Hallie, yes, Baps. That's right. She played in Baps. Yes, 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 yes. What else was Halle Berry in? Oh, my goodness, her credits are so long. How could you, how could you draw a blank for her? Yeah. Well, I got a couple of other hits. Uh, Taraji, Hustle and Flow, yeah. And what's that? I can do bad all by myself, Taraji. And, 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 what's her name? Uh, uh, she was in a, a family that pra- prays. Yes, that was Taraji. So, 
We got Halle Berry on this list. Viola Davis. Okay, okay, I'll take Viola. I'll take Viola. She's made some type of impact um, in the film industry. Didn't she play in um, The Help? She played in Widows. She played in Lila and Eve. Uh, this is all about my memory. So this, when I start drawing a blank, then you'll know why. Or when I stop calling names, you'll know why. Viola, Viola, Viola. What was Viola? Um, she was in the uh, How Do You Get Away With Murder. She did that one for TV. She did what woman, the king, the king thing, the woman king, something to that effect. Oh, she wasn't a help. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. She wasn't a help. Uh, Viola, Viola. Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. I'll go back to her in a second. Uh, I can't think of anything, Viola. Davis has been in, but she's a powerhouse. Viola Davis is a powerhouse. She played in a movie opposite Denzel, Fences. Yes, she played in Fences. Um, there's another credit for Halle Berry, Catwoman. Yes, I forgot Halle Berry was Catwoman. Well, Will Smith, now we got to give it to Will. You got to give it to old Will, boy. Bad Boys franchise. He played Richard, King Richard. He played in Hitch. He played in, um, um, what's that one where he was like a, uh, like a superhero with the goggle things on his face. He played in Contagion. Is Is that, was that the name of it? He played in the movie where they spotlighted or highlighted the football, um, the secret that nobody, a lot of people didn't know about football. Um, he played in that. He played in Suicide Squad. Uh, Will Smith is a heavy hitter. Whether, you know, he's got his uh, demons, as they say, or not. Heavy hitter. Yes, thank you, Men in Black. How could I forget Men in Black? Hancock, that's what it was, Hancock. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I, ro- I, Robot. Yes, yes, yes. What's the one where everybody dies in the end? I can't think of that one. Legend. Legend. He played in Legend, um, Men in Black. What about the other one where the, the uh, Wild Wild West? He did Wild Wild West. Yeah, another heavy hitter, another heavy hitter. Well, who is not on this list? Lorenz! How could they have left off Lorenz? Oh, my, 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 my. Benjamin Buttons himself. Oh, my goodness, Lorenz Tate was not on this list. That was a definite miss. Woo! Now, I'm sure there could be some other people that were not on this list. If you can think of the individuals, just hit me up. I'm I'm definitely missing that one. That one was one I definitely thought I was going to see um, on this list that definitely did not spot. And I'm disappointed at that. How could you make a list of some heavy hitters? I mean, for a young man, him and what's his name? My other guy from uh, Hotel Rwanda. 
What's his name? Oh my goodness, he's been acting forever. He's been in the Avengers and um what's his name? Opposite um Robert Downey Jr. Come on, y'all send me the name, send me the name. Terrence Howard was also missing from this list. Yes, heavy hitter. Heavy hitter. Terrence Howard's face was everywhere. You know, sometimes I go back and I look at movies. I'm like, Terrence Howard's in that movie? He's been in a whole lot. Yes, Don Cheadle. Woo, y'all knew that name. Whoa, these names that everybody knew Don Cheadle. That just popped up. Nine people sent me Don Cheadle. Thank you so much. That was my man. That was the one from the Avengers franchise that I was talking about. Don Cheadle. Yes, Oh, Michael B. Jordan, somebody says. Okay, I'll take Michael. I'll take Michael. I'll take Michael. Yes, Don Cheetah was in Rebound, an excellent movie. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, I'll take Michael B. Jordan. I'll take him. You know, for his few credits, he's been a powerhouse. Yeah, I think I'll uh, – I think those were the three that really – that I missed immediately – Terrence Howard, Lorenz Tate, and Don Cheadle. Did somebody else send him? Lawrence? Yes! Where's Larry? Lawrence, he don't know which one he wanted to use. Fishbone, as my mother used to call him. Yes, Lawrence, Larry, Fishburne. Oh, Forrest Whitaker. Yes! Yes. Where's Forrest at? Yes, 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 yes. Kevin Hart, somebody says. Okay, okay, I'll take Kevin. I'll take Kevin. He's had his hit and misses. But I, I, let me tell you something. I could not stand that soul playing. Oh, my gosh. I hated that movie. I hate that movie. But he has come a long way from soul playing. i tell you that much. So, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take Kevin Hart. I'll take Kevin Hart. He doesn't hold the candle to Muller ends, but I'll take him. I'll take him. I'll take him. I'll take him. Oh, all righty. Oh, you know, we have really offered a lot um, to this film industry, um, African-American people, and I have to tell you, quite slighted, quite slighted in, you know, all of the um, different awards shows, and I really wish they would just get their own. I really wish they would just get their own and really do it up. For some reason, they just don't feel as though they've made it until they've got an Oscar. You know, Angela Bassett was on this list. And I remember the big hullabaloo, um, you know, and how great she felt after she won her Oscar. And my thing was she should have been felt that way because she has offered so much to this film industry and it just it, they are just so elated when they get the Oscar and I'm not saying you shouldn't be happy but they just don't recognize us and so many other people should have been recognized over the years and they have not been and uh sad really sad Really sad. You know who else isn't on this list, and I think he's done a magnificent job? What's my man from, um, I'm drawing a blank, big guy. Over the years, he's gotten huge um, in size, but he's been on quite a few movies that we've mentioned today um, with the bald head. 
Um, he played in Baby Boy. Give me the name. Give me the name. Give me the name. Give me the name. Um, I can't think of his name. Oh, somebody said Billy D needed to be on this list. Okay, okay, okay. Billy D is another one who doesn't have a long and extensive list like James Earl Jones. But okay, I, I, I'll take Billy D. I'll take Billy D. Ving, go ahead. Thank you so much, Ving Rames. Yes, Morris Chestnut is on this list as one who we missed. I'll take I'll take it. Morris Chestnut has come a far way from Boys in the Hood um, in looks and acting. Um, yes, Ving, Ving Rames is who I was talking about. Yeah, so, you know, we have really offered quite a bit to this film industry. I mean, our movies, I, I don't I don't go for... You know, the comedies on the other side of the fence, I just don't think they're funny. They do, They are not funny to me. Um, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. You know. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Somebody is calling out Tyrese. All right. You know, Tyrese, I thought about Tyrese when I thought about Baby Boy, and he has come a long way. He's done his thing. I got to say, I wouldn't mind adding Tyrese to this list. I definitely would not mind adding him to this list. Yes, 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 yes. All righty. Thank you so much. You know, on Fridays, y'all really get into it into the conversation with me. You help make my freestyle Friday what it is, what it is, what it is. So let's get to talking about some news. I got a couple of news stories that I really want to talk about before we get to our main topic today, which I think you're going to be interested in. Oh, what are we talking about? I got some... uh, Oh, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. I got to talk about this with the man. So Russell Simmons has been dodging. Oh, my goodness. Russell Simmons, y'all cannot tell me. Y'all don't know Russell Simmons has been on the hit list where Aura Kelly was snagged, where they snagged P. Diddy. They have been after Russell Simmons for decades. And homeboy has been dodging the bullet big time. Now, he has been dodging the bullet, and for some reason they have not hit bullseye, but, 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 it's coming to the coming to the forefront now, and he is really, um, yeah, they're they going to get him. They're going to get him because they've been after him for a minute. Well, this uh, New York's uh, Adult Survivors Act, and the New York City Gender Motivated Violence Act. Oh, yeah, that helped to snag Mr. Russell Simmons as a woman who did file a complaint uh, that she used to work for him. And I she used to think she was a, um, she had some, uh, she was a producer. Yeah, she was a producer. So she wasn't like some of these other chicks where, you know, they were kind of like just groupies, like women. No, she was she had she had a bona fide position, 
And now, now, but see, here, here goes the questionable thing. I and mean, then we could talk about this. I'm sorry, ladies. I'm sorry, but y'all keep the puzzle going over Pastor Steph's head. So she says that back some time ago, they were at his Manhattan apartment to review a video. She says he made a wrestling move, pinned her down on his bed, and proceeded to rape her. Now, she tells the story that she rejected his advance and told him to get off and stop several times. She told him that she was serious and she meant it, but he pinned her down with his weight and he would not listen to her. Now, that's not the part that makes it bad, in my opinion. Because if he pinned you down and, and so forth and so on, hey, you couldn't, you know, do it. Here's the part I have a problem with. They say that she describes another time. She said that they wound up together and next to one another at a yoga class. Now, I, I got to put a pause right there, y'all. I got to put a pause. Now, you then, in private, you, um, you pin me down. I say, get off me. I say, no, you, you rape me. Now, I decided to keep my mouth closed yet again. So I keep my mouth closed for this unknown reason. I guess the job meant too much for her to open up her mouth. But then you wind up next to me in a yoga class. And first of all, if you rape me and you end up in the yoga class, I'm done. I'm done. No more yoga for Stephanie. Now, if there ain't another yoga class in the city, state, world, I'm just going to have to give up the yoga. But that's the way she put it. So here's why I say we always become questionable. So she said that when he ended up next to her, she he asked her if it was okay if he sat next to her. And... Okay, I think I got this wrong, which makes it even worse. Okay. She asked him. Okay, you know what? I'm done. She asked him, was it okay if she sat next to him and he said, of course. What do you think I'm going to do? Blank you? cuss word starts with an F okay so really so then she says oh she was horrified she realized at the time that not only was he unapologetic towards her personally but he did not appreciate that the assault was wrong Are you waiting for him to appreciate that the assault was wrong? He committed the assault. 
You don't rape somebody by accident if that's how it really went down. And the fact that he didn't come back and say anything to you later indicated that he didn't think it was wrong. Well, I'm sorry. You must not have thought it was wrong either when a whole room of yoga people, if the only spot in the yoga class was the one that was next to him. Do y'all hear me banging the table? The one that was next to him when you walked in the room, that I w- if I lost my money, I would have gotten up out of there. I don't understand these people. This is why everybody always questions how valid these accusations are. I don't understand. So check this out. Now, outside of her, they say that he was first accused of sexual assault back in 17. And he's remained under the radar ever since. I'm sorry. I remember the accusation being before 17. So what first accusation was this? This man has been on the radio, radar for years. And I mean, because 17 is kind of recent. No, 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 no. Well, they say that he's remained under the radar ever since then. And in December 23, he finally responded to the allegations. And he said he has taken a total of nine lie detector tests since being accused by over a dozen women. No, he's been on this radar for a long time. Well, he's 66. I didn't even realize he was so old. He's 66 years old. He says that a lot of people don't know that he took nine lie detector tests. But check this out. It's one test per serious accusation. Yeah, those are his words. Ooh, yeah. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. If Bill Cosby was snagged, Harvey Weinstein, or Raquel, um, Pete Diddy, oh, they're getting him. They're getting him. They're getting him. Shame on these women who keep their mouths closed and they have such stories behind it. And and I'm adding that part to it. Okay, so please do not text me. Uh, I'm saying shame on you if you've got a story like, well, I saw him later in a yoga class and I asked him, is it okay if I sit next to him? Why would I even have words for you? If my mouth is so closed because you rape me and I can't manage to tell anybody, that's one thing. But I'm going to ask to sit next to you. No, 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 no. How much of a threat is this person in actuality? Because let me tell you something. If you are creepy, I don't want to be around you. I've been around people who are giving me the creeps. And it's like, okay, if I come across them, all right, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll wait for the next bus. It's a, come on, y'all. Come on, ladies. Come on, ladies. Come on, ladies. So I definitely want to talk about that one. <sighs> I also want to talk about this um, TikTok, TikToker woman. And I'll talk about this to the men. <laughs> so she wrote to the other TikTokers and asked them how they felt about the following. 
So she says they have three kids. They have three kids. And no, they have four kids. Twelve, nine, four, and they have a newborn. Yes. So at one point, the nine-year-old became sick, and she needed to run, excuse me, to the store to get him some medicine. But she said she felt guilty about leaving the other children there, especially the 12-year-old, because he would be the one kind of overseeing everything. She felt guilty. All she was doing was running to was going to run to the store to get the 9-year-old some medicine. But she felt really guilty and decided not to leave him alone with the children. So she says the husband was alone with the infant. And she said that he left the newborn alone so he could go pick up a food order. And she said that his logic was the restaurant was less than one block away. He was gone for only, he was gone for less than three minutes. And she said she was livid, her words exactly, I was livid. When I found out, and I feel this way was, I feel this was extremely irresponsible. He said I was being dramatic and says the baby was completely safe, sleeping in her bassinet. And she asked the other people in the TikTok world what they felt. So I'm going to go to our men, and I'm going to see what they feel. So let's talk to our friend, Pastor Vinny. Good morning, Pastor Vinny. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you? I am awesome. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little uh, cloudy down here in Florida, but it ain't cold. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll, put you, uh, I'll take the clouds. And I'll leave the, the, the cold. Oh, I know thank that's you for right. joining us. Thank you for joining us this morning. So we're good talking about two, two things. Good, good. Thank you. Talking about two things here. We're talking about the man who left the newborn in her crib, her bassinet, safely sleeping while he went to get the food order that took less than three minutes to go and get. And before I read what the TikTokers said, I want to hear what you gentlemen have to say. So what say you, Pastor V? I don't care if it was three seconds away. <laughs> you don't leave a newborn by by themselves. With all, with all the things that are happening, you know, sudden death syndrome, the 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 baby rolls over on himself and you know suffocates or, or whatever. You you can't you can't take that chance. I would never ever take that chance. I got three three knuckleheads here. I, <laughs> we do not we do not. They grown now. <laughs> they thirty thirty and up now. But we one of us gonna stay home. 
and and be sitting by the crib. <laughs> okay. All righty. That's, that's a chance. That's a chance. It's, it's not, for food. <laughs> yeah, for food. It's not, it's not worth it. Food. It is not worth. He could have waited till the wife came back and said, "Listen, on your way home from the pharmacy, stop by and pick up the food." Okay. All righty. No. Easily done. Easily done, as you said. Not a chance yeah. that you want to take. Now, no. let's talk about this Russell Simmons thing. Well, you know what? Let's talk. To, let, let's no, no. Let's talk to Pastor KL first. Let's get that out mm-hmm. of the way, and then we'll go. We'll go. We'll go talk about Russell afterwards. Good morning, okay. Pastor KL. Good morning, Pastor Steph. Pastor Vinny, how are you guys doing? Good morning. I am well, Great. thank you. I am well. How are you? I'm doing well as well, thank you. Good, good, good. All right. So we've got this dad who leaves the baby home to go get a food order, and he says <laughs> it's less than three minutes away. What's the big dealio? Would you agree that, you know, uh, would you say he should have left the baby alone, he could have taken a chance, or absolutely not? Absolutely not. That's a, that's that's one of these um, new parents. You know, we we wouldn't dare do that. Our parents wouldn't dare do that. Right. Pastor Vinny says there's so much stuff going on. You know, that that's when you've never. This is your firstborn. That's when you've never had a baby before. You have no clue. You know, the baby mm-hmm. turn around on his back and and now choke on his vomit. I mean, it, you know, what you think it takes an hour to do that? It takes literally seconds. You know, so you you, you did not think about that. You were so busy worrying about your belly that you didn't think of the welfare of your child. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. All righty. Well, let's see what the TikTokers had to say. Their (laughs) feeling was, uh, what if something happened to the husband, hit by a car, falls, twisted the ankle, and can't get back to the house? What if the fire alarm goes off in the building and causes the baby distress and now the baby is up, you know, crying? That That's definitely something that I thought about. I was like, well, who's to say you're going to make it back? How many people have left the house and never got back? All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And we don't know how long it, it was before the wife was going to be back home. So that was a huge chance that he took. Another TikToker wrote... Once before I had kids, I went to the shops and came back to the entire block closed off for a gas leak. Had to wait in the car for a half hour. Imagine if I'd been like, hey, listen, I know you're really busy, but I have to get my unaccompanied minor real quick. (laughs) It's true. It's true. We have no say over what can happen to us or what can happen in the in the building and uh it's something that we really should not take a chance on doing so i happen to agree with all of you um who side or err on that side of just being cautious and you know on the side of safety we don't want to take no chances we won't take no chances all right let's talk about this russell simmons all right pastor vinnie have you heard, is this the first time you're hearing that they're after Russell Simmons or they've snagged him for some sexual assault or is this old news to you too and it's finally 
come to the forefront. Yeah, I, I heard I heard stuff years ago. I mean, I mean it was like eons ago. Some rumblings, but but never anything concrete. And um, you know, I I I, I figured he just was trying to melt into the into the background. But um, you know, it, it's hard for a, a leopard to change his spots. Once, once you have gotten away with things for so long uh, and so often, it's hard to get away from that kind of life. It's hard to get away from that life. And if they got him finally tight, locked down tight, good. <laughs> one less, okay. one less creep to roam the streets. Okay, okay. Pastor KL. Russell Simmons, is this your first time hearing about him, or is this like, you know what? I've heard about this, yeah, this a long this time ago. Actually, this is actually my first time. I mean, I don't, I don't even hear Russell Simmons talk. You know, all, mm-hmm. I, all I remember was God bless you and good night. That's the extent of his conversation. So yeah, this is definitely the first time I, I've heard about this, and you know. Mm-hmm. It, whatever happens in the dark is going to come out in the light. You know, Amen. You know, my mother always always tell me whatever you put, you put your dirty clothes, your dirty laundry in the washing machine, it's gonna come out in the wash. It's mm-hmm. gonna come out. You know, mm-hmm. you, you leave money in your pocket. When it's all over, you put your hands back in your pocket. You gonna pull something out. So now they're just pulling out, pulling things out of his pocket. You know, and as, as you say. That, that they 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 got him dead to right now, you know. I don't I don't. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I I won't change the subject, but I don't understand some of these crazy women who, who keep on right. falling for the for, for the mm-hmm. banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> well, that was my next question to you, gentlemen. What do you think of the since you have the mic, Pastor KL? You know, what do you think of this whole? Um, story of, well, you know, he pinned me down and he raped me. I opted not to say anything. Um, The next time or one of the other times I saw him, you know, we were in a yoga class and there was a spot next to him and I asked, is it okay, you know, if I sat next to him and he said, well, what do you think I'm going to do, blank you? And, you know, she was taken aback. Because she says that, you know, hey, uh, he had the nerve to act like, let me get her quote together. Let me get her quote together because I don't want to misquote her. I, I, I cannot do that. Um, she says that, hmm, she says she realized not only was he unapologetic towards her personally, but he did not appreciate that the assault was wrong. Okay, well, well, obviously, two things happened. You got some hush money, you know what I mean? So it really wasn't that bad, you know, because if you, in, in your right mind, after going through, according to what you're saying, this traumatic experience, 
and now you you want to be his exercise partner? I I, I just don't understand that. And now you're offended because he brings back up, you know, what he's done. But in his mind, well, hell, I gave you a couple of thousand. I thought we were good. And in his mind, as as you still inviting me to do things with you, why wouldn't I think we're good? I think you're the crazy one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All righty. All righty. Pastor Vinny, what's your thought? Yeah. Yeah, we, we talked about this um, a little while ago about women, you know, keeping their mouth closed as long as they were getting a, a, a bag, a piece of the action, you know, money. I mean, this this makes it that that's why they're so bold. That's that's why these guys are so bold. They're able to read, you know, women that you get over on, women they can't get over on. And once 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 they got your your profile, you you you're, you're theirs. You are theirs. What do you what are you going to say? Are you going to wait? Are you going to wait another year? You know what? I mean. It's like she was hunting him. <laughs> if he was already at, at the yoga class, so who was following who? He already mm. got a seat. Mm. He, 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 he don't need a seat. So, so who was following who? Good and, question. And, you know, I mean, I got eight eight sisters, so I, you know, I don't like it. You know, but sometimes I've had to sit them down and say, listen, this guy here, he's not welcome here. And if you're smart, mm. you stay away from him. Wow. wow. If you're smart, you stay away from him. All this, right. This is ridiculous. This is on her. This is on her. I'm just on the kick that, that Pastor Vinny... It's 200 years old. Talk about she got her bag. Oh, my goodness. What, what <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love you. I love you, Pastor Kale. <laughs> Wait, I didn't hear the past. About I didn't hear past 200 years old. What did he say? I'm saying, Pastor Vinny, 200 years old, talk about she got a bag. What do you know about a bag? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Don't feel bad, That's the way Shantice makes. That's the way makes fun of me. She makes fun of me all the time. <laughs> no, but what you're saying is is right, Pastor Vinny. You know what you're saying is is yeah. correct. You know, again, he's sitting. Minding his business. You know what I thought about yeah. Pastor Vinny when you were talking? I thought about the fact of did you really go sit by him because you thought maybe you were going to get something from him? You know, as far as maybe an apology or some kind of word from him that indicated that, you know, he had, you know, rethought this thing and that he was sorry, because I agree, it was no money mentioned here, but the thought Mm -hmm. came to my mind last night when I read this article, that in order for you to have continued to work for him, you had to have gotten some money. Isn't it? Because that's Mm. always the motivator. 
to act like nothing mm-hmm. happened. Offer you $5 more than, you know, what you're already getting. And, you know, it's like, okay. You know, so my question as you were talking, that's what came to my mind. Well, did you go sit next to him because you thought that maybe putting yourself in his face? Because we've done it. We've all done it, you know, whether it Mm -hmm. was, you know, and I don't talk about in this particular scenario. You know, we all, let me go around. Let me see if, you know, she going to say she's sorry. She going to finally give me this apology you know, that she owes mm-hmm. me. So I wonder if that was her, you know, point of going over there and sitting next to him. Because, you know, it it, it, it looked weird as, you know, as I said earlier, as, you know, you said, Pastor Kale said, it's just, it looks weird for you to go find him. It, the room couldn't have been big enough for you and I to have been in this room together and I go sit next to you it, or, mm-hmm. or even sit in the same room um, with you. So, you know, ladies, you know, gentlemen, you know, whichever, you know, it is because strange things are happening with the men too. You know, you, you're going to have to think of the logic behind this here. And, and there mm-hmm. is none. There is none whatsoever. So, you know, he says he's taken nine lie detectors, one lie detector her serious accusation. So we don't know how many total accusations there may have been, but we know there were at least nine. <laughs> so, you know, how many how many people are going to continue to lie on you? Mm-hmm. Why are you such a target that you're going to get nine lie detectors. Who decided to give you these nine lie detector mm-hmm. tests? Did you volunteer? Did you, you know, was that mandated? You know, what 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 started? At what point did the the lie detectors start? And you just kept going. You know, it, it's it's a lot of questions here, but I promise you, he's on the radar now. Oh, he is not. He is not going to get past this too much longer. Oh, they're going to snag him. they definitely coming after him. Can I, can I interrupt you for yes. a moment? Yes. <laughs> nine nine times, right? Yep. My man is practicing. He's practicing. Yes, yes, yes. He That's why well, he can well beat every one of them. And, and how to beat them. That's right. That's why he can beat every one of them. Yeah, he, he's well practiced. Yes. They, Once you didn't beat the first one, you can keep going. Nine times. That's right, Pastor Vinny. That's right. That's right. It's, it's How, ridiculous. I, it is. It is. I agree with you because that's what my mind went to. I'm like, well, you didn't master passing the test. You already mm-hmm. know how to get this, you know, get this job done. So stop. Uh, who's impressed with you? Why would I even tell somebody I passed nine lie detector tests? My life is so messed up. I gotta take nine lie detector tests. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to tell nobody that. And he mm-hmm. was the one who said he took nine lie detector tests, one test for every serious accusation. That was his quote. Shut mm-hmm. up, stupid! I don't even want nobody to know this. And she went back to work with him. Is that is that the thing? Yes. Was she, was she working that, for him? Yes, that's what I'm saying. And went and, and went back to work with him after being raped. That's how you know this had to be some money exchange. 
Who's doing this for, for nothing? If you feel you were so violated, money could not Offended. keep me from going to the law. I'm sorry. I, you know, there's this mm-hmm. fear of, oh, I'm, I'm going to lose my job. Oh, other little things can come out about me. You know, maybe they slept together at one point, and she don't want that mm-hmm. told. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying has to be a reason why you you claim this person outright raped you. But you going to ask, can you go sit next to him in a room where you had an option? No, hmm. come on, y'all. Come on, come on, come on. Right, come on. right. Come on. There's is a lot of questions to be had. All right, gentlemen. Here's another uh, topic that came up in a an article, and I wanted to talk about it because Pastor Jeff brings this up quite often. Uh, reparations. Well, there's this conversation that took place and or comment that was made, and it has the people in an uproar, so I'll give you so a little history first. First of all, let me just explain to the listening audience what reparations are, just in case you don't know. Well, you know, they're looking for reparations for the, the slaves, the um the black slaves, you know, now they have this new um, definition of slavery, or let's say this revised, let me put it that way, revised um, definition of slavery. But we're talking about reparations for, um, and I'll, I'll read it to you. It says, reparations programs acknowledge and address harms caused by human rights violations such as slavery, segregation or the systemic denial of fair housing, education, or employment opportunities. The United Nations identified five components to an effective reparations plan, restitution, compensation, rehabilitation, satisfaction, and guarantees of non-repetition. So, Quite, for quite some time, there's been talk of reparations. Well, California is moving closer than anyone else to this reparations, and they are they are talking about some heavy um, money. Now, the reparations they want to give to anyone seventy and above. Because they're saying that those individuals are closest to um, being enslaved or being in slavery. So I'm trying to find the exact wording. I'm trying to find the exact wording that they had um, regarding that. But um, they say that in California despite the fact that it wasn't like the South that there were um, slaves. And although it wasn't a legal slave state, they're saying at least 2,000 people were enslaved and brought to the state between 1850 and 1860, typically by plantation owners to work in gold mines. So, again, what they're doing is they're focusing on uh, people who are 70 and above 
or their um, descendants. So there was a conversation that took place on the Dr. Phil show. And now everybody is in an uproar. And I'll tell you why there's a huge (laughs) uproar. Well, there's this Duke University professor, William Darity, who was a guest on the show, who did a lot of research on this reparations and said that there should be somewhere around $14 trillion that needs to be distributed to about 40 million black American descendants of slavery and that there would be approximately $350,000 per person if they did it like that. So Dr. Phil responded by saying, and I quote, let me get let me get the full let me get the full uh quote. He says if you take three hundred and fifty thousand or eight hundred and forty thousand dollars and you write a check to any group of people, black, white, poor, homeless, if you give any group of people that much money and say, there you go, best of luck, and you come back in six months, they're going to be broke. And oh, my, 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 boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, the peoples are mad. (laughs) So Brother Mm -hmm. Al has joined us. So we're going to see why Brother Al would would be offended, not offended, or think people would be offended. Good morning, Brother Al. Chop of the morning, chop, chop of the morning. Haven't been out here in a while. Everything, everything, how you doing? (laughs) All right. All right, brother. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. All right. So, what do you think about Dr. Phil's response? There were people who were very offended. How do you feel? Well, first, like you said, they said that you would have to be uh, seventy, like seventy, to get this. So. First, I'd like to say, Pastor Steph, you're going to get yours first. I ain't been on here in a while. I had to get one in. I ain't been on here in a while. I had to get one in. I had to get one in. Don't forget Pastor Vinny. You said, I'm going to get it. Pastor Kale says, Pastor Vinny going to get it. That's all right, Pastor Vinny. I'll take my 350 thou. Thank you very much. Yeah, but... um. Um, yeah, I, I would be offended by that. Because well, what do you mean by that? You know what I'm saying? I, I, that's definitely something to get offended by. You know, especially now you said this going to go out to black folks who, who you know, who we, you know, we built this country on our backs with our sweat, sweat, tears, and blood. And then, okay, you're trying to give us something, we get the money back, and you're going to tell me, oh, you can give him that money, but by next month he's going to be broke. Oh, yeah, that's very offensive. So what you trying to say, bro? Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Pastor Vinny, 
Are you offended? Should other people be offended? Or are you not offended by the statement? Well, of course I'd be offended. But you know what? If they gave me that money, it's my money. I, I can do what I want with that money. I can flush it down the toilet. And that's part of what they say we're going to do with it. <laughs> it's, 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 it's my money. I mean, it would be, it would be foolish. It would, it would be foolish. But it's, it's my money. <laughs> you know. Let me know what toilet you're going to be using. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespectful, rather rather than you know seeing this, this as a hopeful a hopeful time where people who have been uh, disfranchised for all for you know because you know slavery lasts forever if you if you've been affected by it in your youth or whatever because even my my dad my uncle they would tell me stories they, they grew up in Valdosta Georgia. And, um, you know, they would tell me stories about how they had to avoid certain roads and they couldn't be, you know, lights out and all that kind of all that kind of stuff. All that kind of stuff last stays with you for a lifetime. You know, and, and they pass those those stories on to us. They 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 deserve it. We deserve it. Um, you know, this guy is a is a I don't want to call him a crack crackpot, but he should have more respect for black people. If you're gonna do the research, you know, you know they should also. I'm saying that my thing is that they should also have some kind of financial planning. So, so maybe it doesn't just go in one hand and out the other. But yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm offended. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm trying to find. There was a part of this quote before Pastor KL um, talks, uh, speaks rather. They um, they were they were saying something about he. he no one asked him, <laughs> you know, or is he saying something about well, you know, if you ask him, something to that effect, but. I want to. I, I did get a, a comment from a listener, but before we read the comment, Pastor KL, I'll give you a chance to respond. Are you offended? Are you not offended? And should other people be offended? Well, let, let me say this. So, so yesterday I had the pleasure of of, of being on with, with two younger people who who had totally different perspectives and reviews from what I had because I guess my age and my experience. So in my age bracket, yes, I'm quite offended. But but I can see how someone else in another, whatever y'all call this, millennials or whatever, how they can see or how they might say, yeah, but that ain't going to do nothing because they're just going to spend it on this and on that. Because if, if, I, if I view that you owe me this now, you know what I mean? And, yeah, I done suffered. 
some of the younger folks may say, well, they not suffer. They just get free money. Mm-hmm. So, it, right. so, so for me, I'm offended. But for, for, for the younger folks, <laughs> you know, they might say it would just be a waste of time. Okay, okay, okay. There's a <laughs> there's a, 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 a quote, and I, I'm going to give you the, the comment from the listener first, and let's see. Um, <laughs> oh, my, 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 Pastor KL. All right, so here's our comment. No, that's no, that's our That's our Here's the comment. Yo, this is crazy. One person says, I'm not offended because it's true. We black people, going, we're, we're going to spend on something that doesn't make sense. However, I do believe it should be more than 350000 So what you said, 350000 to go spend on more of, of junk? There's another <laughs> right. comment that says, the ones offended are the ones who are running to the car dealerships and jewelry stores. <laughs> oh, wow. Whoa. Wow. Okay, Brother Al, what do you have to say about those comments from our listeners? I need to know their address and their number and where they are so we can talk to them. (laughs) That's what I need. Right now, right now. (laughs) You know, one of the the biggest things, and and I think is the biggest problem, especially us as, uh, as black folks, we have a tendency of just accepting anything or or letting people say whatever to us, and it's like, because you got some people mindset is like, well, I don't care if nobody says I'm getting that three hundred and fifty thousand, you know, and then the money just takes over, you know. And my thing is, it's about morals, but you know, for you how for you to say that, for you to be disrespectful to me like that. Now, let that comment would have been towards the Jews, all, all hell broke mm-hmm. loose, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they stand their ground and be like, oh, you, you can't talk to us like that, even if we do spend it, that's our business, but you can't talk to us like that. Us as black folks, we sit back and go, well, I got the money, so it don't matter what they say. Or when you run into the jewelry store and stuff like that, whatever you do, it still is disrespect. And we have to learn to, to, to stand up behind that disrespect. Okay, you're free to say what you want, but there's consequences when you be disrespectful. If I get this money and decide to just spend it all, that's my business. But for you to sit there and say, hey, you're going to be broke, like, come on, that's crazy. So, so the comments... The people who made those comments sound like they're, they're young bucks. They don't know yet. They ain't been through the river yet. You know, they still, they still on the dry land. They ain't swim the, the river yet. So, <laughs> they ain't even go across the Mississippi River yet. They still yeah. contemplating on should I roll a boat or should I get an electric boat. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Pastor Vinny, you hear the comments of the listeners. What do you think about what they say? Well, I mean, I could imagine that in a lot of cases, you know, that could be true, but uh, it's not. It's not in every case. Uh, certainly not in the household I grew up in. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, it's a. Uh, it, you know, you you threw that the millennial thing in there and um a lot of them have no no clue about what the history is and so this is this is just another 
another day for them. But 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 for those who, you know, have 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 the history of not not to change the subject, but I, I was we were I, we were someplace, and um, it was a it was a, a, a mixed group of music students. And um, they were learning, lift every voice and sing. And the teacher asked, how many people have ever heard this song before? And more than half, more than half the class raised their hand and said they'd never heard it before. They had never heard the, the national black anthem, lift every voice and sing, before that day. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and this is just how closed off we are from our history, from what's happening now. Um, we a mess. We, <laughs> we a mess. Uh, you know, we, I guess we can't, you can't, I would say you can't just give the money without some kind of education, without some kind of training, financial training, or whatever it is. You know, but I wouldn't just give up on our people. Because uh, okay. we can't. If, if we give up on us, what's left? Okay, okay. Yeah, I just got an, uh, another uh, response from our listeners. They say, I'm offended. So somebody wrote in that they are offended. Pastor KL, what do you say? Uh, how do you respond to the responses, the response of Dr. Phil um, with the, with what was worded? Well, I mean, from from your your call or whoever responded, you know, um, by that, because here we are, you'll be the first one to say, you know, I'm not working at McDonald's or I'm not working for no less than $15. Well, my question to you is that if you're going to take this $15 an hour and spend it on shoes and sneakers and stuff like that, why don't I just pay you $9? What, what would be the difference? Yeah. Because all you're going to do is waste your money. Because that's what mm-hmm. you're telling me. That, that the money I get, don't give it to me. I don't deserve it because all I'm going to do is waste it. So since all mm-hmm. I know is that you want to go to the movies, you want to take your girl out, or you want to get your hair done in a $350 um, hairdo, then why should I continue to give you $15 an hour? Because all you're going to do is waste it. So how about I give you $9 and you just live? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. All righty. Let's see. Uh, Let's see. We got another comment. We can only speak on what we see, and what we see are our people paying $350 for hairstyles, $1,500 on name brand tags and clothes, $200 on nails, and stupid things like that. Being that they are giving it to 70-year-olds and above, maybe there's hope. Okay, okay. Well, it was another comment that I wanted to throw out there, and Brother Al actually touched on it. So there was someone who said um, in the article, Dr. Phil said reparations for slavery would be an absolute disaster. This doesn't make sense. The $90 billion reparations, $90 billion reparations Jewish people received from Germany hasn't been a disaster. 
if reparations mm. haven't been a disaster for Jews, why would reparations be a disaster for blacks? So, Brother Al, I'll let you go ahead and say what you got to say about that. What's your word? Okay, I'm just scared now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. He's, he's spending his money. I was, I was checking my. I was checking the account to see if they put my money in. <laughs> I, was, I was checking the account to see if my money is. Okay. Um, I, 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 I think that was a good comment, and I do think that I do think that you know, being that it's older people and what they've been through, they will be a little bit more, you know, you know, with the money. I think they'll be a little bit more better with taking care of what they need to take care of. And, and you know, some of these grandparents now, they'll be giving it to they giving it all to their grands. Oh, no, 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 sir. I'm going to work this out. Whatever's left when I die, y'all can have, but I, I'm going to enjoy this and, and take care of some business. But um, um, now you said, Dr. Phil, he said that that uh, the the uh, Jewish, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that last part. Say, he, he's saying that path, if you but, gave it to if he gave it to these people, it would be a disaster. But he didn't say that when the Jewish people got their reparations. That that's pretty much oh, what no. he said. What you said? Okay, say? got it. Got you. So so what happened? It goes back to like what I was saying. People treat us black folks. They say whatever they want to say, and just because we do nothing about it. He knew if he would have said that about the Jewish people, it would have been a problem. It would have been a problem. Some leaders would have stopped and be like, "You want to run that by me again?" Say that again. Say that again. Say it again. Well, because black folks, we, again, we, we always complain it, but we don't do nothing about it. So mm-hmm. so they know, oh, no, we ain't going to do it to the Jews. Oh, no, sir. Uh-uh, because we're going to get repercussions for that. Well, black folks, they might beef a little bit, say something on social media, but it's all good. So, you know, again, we, we allow people to treat us a certain way. We accept things that we shouldn't be accepting, and this is why they, they, they treat us the way they do. Okay, okay. I'm going to ask a question. I want the millennials who are listening to send in what they would do if they were to get $350,000. Only if you're a millennial. I want you to Oh, they're going to buy I'll tell you what they're going to do. They're going to buy a hundred pair of sneakers. Ah, so Brother <laughs> Al, that's not your conversation. Ah, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. I want... <laughs> the millennials to send me what they would do with $350,000. Give me three things, Brother Al, you would do $350,000. Do not tell me take care of business. I don't want to hear that. Give me the top three <laughs> things you would do with $350,000 right now if it arrived in your account today. Okay, first of all, take it easy how you talk to me. That's number one. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I'm still waiting on my 40 acres in the mule, too. I want that, too. I'm still waiting on that. But my my top, my top, my top, uh, I think my, my top three things that I would do, I would pay off my houses. My houses that I got, I would, I would pay off those houses and, and make sure that I'm debt-free from my houses. And then I would invest, because I'm doing real estate, I would invest in more property so I can keep that money going. That's two. And the third thing I would do, something that I always wanted to do and that I'm actually starting to do now, I will, uh, the cancer hospital for the children, I would definitely, I would definitely be, um, you know, donate some money to them 
you know, paying those kids' bills whose parents can't afford, you know, them, you know, having a cancer treatment. I would go in there and pay everybody's bills. You know, I would pay some bills on that. Okay. All righty. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, Pastor Vinny. Uh, yeah. What would you do with the 350000 right now? Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> me too. I will clear up all of my bills. Uh, one, finish paying off the house and um, add add more to our, our granddaughter's college funds. Okay. You all know, right. because that's, that, that's something else that we don't we don't understand. The all the other ethnicities they start their kids off from young, pass the care with a bag. By the time they, they get their bar mitzvah and their bas mitzvah, these kids already have thousands and thousands in a in a in a in a, in a bank account. Um, All righty. A lot of it they can't, they they can't touch, but it, it it gives them a head start. When 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 our kids. You know, reach reach the age of eighteen or whatever, they've got nothing. Mm-hmm. They they have nothing. So again, we're starting at at the back of the class. All righty, all righty. We got we got we got to stop that. We got to start, you know, and, and teaching them like, look, this is this is what we're doing, and so that when you get eighteen, you can either go on to college or you can open up your own business. You know, or, or, or whatever. Use those kind of stipulations, but well, we got to do something to to look to look in this in this next generation to give them a leg up. All righty, all righty. Pastor KL, right now today, what would you do with three hundred and fifty thousand? Well, I'd pay you know all my debts, and that's including my house and stuff like that. I, I'd pay that out. I, I'd also um. I'd also take care of, of my parents. You know, I put them in a mm-hmm. nice home, you know. You know, not, not a house, a home, you know, consistent living, you know, where somebody <laughs> else can take care of them. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, you know, I, want, I, I, I want them to have the best, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What's the third thing? The rest, I, I, the rest I, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. I'm, I, listen, I don't, right now, I, I am so frugal. I mean, and it's just not right now. I've always been frugal. So I don't, I don't spend money. I don't, I'm not that person who lives check to check. You know, I, I'm just not that. My, my mother taught me at a very young age that you need to have at least three months of your rent saved. Right. In case right. There, there, there's something jump off. So if, if I get fired or if something happens, then I, I still need to be able to live. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think these, these young folks, you know, they just spend, spend, spend. And then, you yeah. know, if something happened where they get laid off, now they they, mm-hmm. they looking to see why unemployment ain't paying enough to take care mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. All righty. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for your contributions into today's <laughs> conversation. And we pray you have a blessed weekend. Amen. Amen. Well. Thank you do the same. I'm looking for my money. Looking for the money. I'm all right. <laughs>
Hang around so you can hear uh, what the millennials said they'd spend the money on. Okay. All right. Let's get this benediction first so I can include that in my closing. Are uh, we going back to the old school? The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Number six, twenty-four through 26. All right. We have one millennial that says they pay their tithes, pay off the debt, and build their savings account. I have um, an older individual who listens on a regular basis. Please do me a favor and send me three things you do if you were to get $350,000 right now. You know who you are, you know, in case you want to preserve that, you know, information. I won't call your name out, but please send us uh, send us your uh, what you would do. Okay. We've got another millennial that says, pay off my debt, buy property, and start a business or school. Okay? We have another millennial who says, I pay off my debts, then I guess go into real estate, and then number three, Start their own business. Okay, so the three millennials we have, uh, they have some decent thoughts as to what, you know, they would do with their dollars. So thank you so much for uh, responding. Thank you so much for responding to the request. All righty. You know, what? how do I feel about the response? About what Dr. Phil said Um, I'm going to put it like this And and this may come across a little harshly But Don't talk about what I do with my money If you're on the other side of the fence I'm sorry Whether you understand it, whether you don't that's, That's my thing Do not You know what, you don't know what it's like To have gone through what we went through You have no say over anything I think y'all need to keep your mouth closed at this point um, And and you know Maybe they feel they do Because you know They've paid into whatever money it is That um, We're going to You know that we would get But I, I don't know I'm just feeling like that Don't 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 speak Don't Don't say anything I don't think you need to say anything Um I'm not saying that you were a part of the slave um, owners or anything like that. I'm not even going there, but that's just the way I feel. Certain things I don't talk about, I don't respond, you know, to, and I think that it needs to be the same thing for you. Just be quiet, just be quiet, you know, because you're talking about this was really a, this this was a very sensitive um this is a very sensitive issue, and, you know, sometimes I think, you know, we need to just be quiet when things are the way they are. So you should have known that you were going to get some backlash just because you responded, period. So my, my thing is, okay, so you have no right to even speak about, you know, anything. I don't care whether you 
uh, thought we would do something good. I don't care if you thought we would do something bad. That's just where I stand. It's just, it's just my my feeling. Um, all right, I have one of the, our loyal listeners say they pay they would pay off their credit card debt. They would move into a townhouse, I guess buy a townhouse, and put the rest in savings. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's just one of our loyal listeners in the upper uh, age group. Thank you so much for responding. Um, number two, am I offended? Now, Pastor KL and I talked yesterday after he had to talk with the millennials. And I, I, I saw what was going on on both sides. And I love the dynamic. I, I don't know if how many of you remember me saying I love when we don't agree because it just really adds to a special conversation. And I thought it was a really good conversation yesterday because, you know, they were young and they can only see it um, in a certain way. And here's what I said to Pastor KL. I said, listen, years ago, when I hear my father talk, when I hear my father talk about what went down in the 50s and the 60s, you know, they talked about the, the dogs, they talked about the hoses and things like that. And they have this certain level of passion that they speak with when they talk about their treatment. When we talk about the treatment of, you know, of, of, of our treatment back in the 60s and the 70s, you know, it's different. You know, um, we, we have passion, but we don't have that level of passion because we can't see and we haven't experienced what they have experienced. Well, it's the same thing for, for the millennials. They're the us now. You know, they're, they're the ones who are living in this world, and they can only see and they've only experienced what they've experienced. They can't identify with what we experienced, what we've seen, because that, that wasn't their, their period. So it's the same way our parents, you know, the baby boomers, you know, that's the way they felt. So I think it's, it's, it's relative and it's subjective to who's speaking. So I thought it was a really, really, really good conversation for that very reason. So I say the same thing today. I say the same thing about this reparations thing. You know, they you you have the older people who say, you know, well, you know, you're saying, well, they they just gonna pick over the money and then they gonna waste it and and such and such a thing. And that's why the people are saying what they say, and you can understand why they say what they say. And you know, and then you have the older people who's like, well, who cares? It's my money. Let me do what I want to do with it. Um, I don't have that that feeling either. I, I do not have this. It's your money. Let it be. You know, let it let you do what you want to do. And that's why nobody else should have anything to say about what you do. I do not share that feeling because my thing is, it could go to a person who would be you know, a lot more wise and who could definitely put that money to good use. So I, I can't develop that particular thought process. You know, let me, you know, let their people, their money, let them do what they want to do. Ah, I can't go that far. You know, am, am I offended? I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm offended and I don't know if I'm, I'm not offended because I don't appreciate what he said. Um, but, I just don't know if I'm offended. I don't get as easily offended. 
is an easily easy offense. Don't misunderstand me. But I just don't get offended at, at what other people get offended at because I actually see both sides of the coin. And I see why people think the way they think. It goes back to yesterday's conversation. You know, I said I said the same thing yesterday. You know, we walk into our neighborhoods. You can you can always tell when you to cross the tracks. I don't care if it's the tracks or not. You can tell when you to cross the tracks. It's the same thing here. You can tell who got the money because they just spend the money all crazy. And this is why people feel and say what they feel and say because of what we've put out there. Now, how are you going to get mad at what people say when you've put it out there? It's your fault they feel this way. Period. Did they say the same thing about the Jews? No, because we know that, you know, every Jew ain't, you know, up there. But, you know, for the most part, you just don't see that. It's what you see and how you rate what you see. It's in the eye of the beholder. Beauty or not, it's in the eye of the beholder. So I can understand why a Dr. Phil would feel the way they feel, or the millennials, or you know, or whoever would feel the way they feel about it. You know, all they're gonna do is go get some cars and go to the jewelry store. That's probably what they would do if you gave it to the people at this age. Well, first of all, if you gave it to the seventy-year-old people, what are they gonna spend it on? They old, they about to die. So what they gonna spend it on? They can't even really enjoy it. And what happens to the people who've died? Who, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, it took so long with this. How many people are still living who should have gotten it? So how do or do you give it to their descendants? Do you give it to their grandchildren? Well, if you give it to the grandchildren, it is much different than the older people how they would handle the money. So that's why I'm not offended because I can easily see. What happens? I can easily see what happens. And this is what this world and this life is. We get so offended when people can be made right. And that's the part that makes me mad. I ain't getting offended. You're right. We're going to jerk the money. We are not going to take care of the money. There are going to be so many things that we could do with the money, and we are not going to take care of business. Okay? All right. We have another person who is in the other age group. Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. So any blessing of an increase part belongs to God and then pay off the bills that can be paid off so you can be debt-free and save some for a rainy day. Amen, and thank you so much for your response. All right, so I'm in the middle of my closing right now. Ah, thank you. (laughs) It's Pastor Stuff signing off, and I want to thank my due-time crew for coming through big time. Thank the men for sending us into a thought-provoking weekend. Thank you for helping us do what we do all week. Please do not miss this opportunity to give Christ your life right now. Please do not miss this opportunity to uh, just strengthen that relationship with the Lord right now because later is not promised to any of us until Sunday where we're in the Word Prayer Project prayer room. Come on in the room and see what we're praying about. Join us. Until then, God spare our life. I love 
Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.